All right, good morning, everybody. Today is January 29th, our first day in Torah, and uh, we are continuing Daf Yomi. Today is Daf Pechet in Baba Kama. We stopped like two lines before the bottom on Pezai and Amud Bet. Uh, yeah, it's very warm in here. Yeah, they just shut the heat. There. The heat was on before. Very like this. It's hot in here. I agree. Okay, so here we go. Who's that? Hi, Max. Okay. Where's the big thing you said they bought you? It's coming tomorrow. Yeah. Vichen. Uh, where is it? Vichen. Vichen Amarish Lakish. Let's run a line, three lines to the bottom of the page. Okay. Vichen Amarish Lakish. Lakish also says, Lo zachta Torah la'av ela shevach ne'urim bilvad. The father only has the benefit, right, for the girl when it has to do with, 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 uh, with marriage. Whatever shevach ne'urim is, that's all he gets. Nothing else. We were told yesterday about getting the damages for, to the girl, right? If she gets wounded, does the father get the money? Reish Lakish agrees with the opinion that says she only has Shevach Neurim. The Rebbe Yohanan Amar, no. Afilu Pesi'ah. Even a little cut, the father gets the money. Everything the father gets. Mara says, Pesi'ah, Salka Da'atach. But you tell me a, a little cut? Afilu Rebiel Azar, lo kamibaya, ila habala, de afheta mi kaspa. The whole question that we started out that the father get this other money is only in a scenario where the girl's value is decreased because of the, something serious, not a little cut that goes away in 10 minutes. What are you talking about? No, no. The cut we're talking about over here is a facial laceration. It's a cut on her face, and now she has a wash, she has a scar, she's worth less money. That's what Rabbi Yohanan was talking about. Of course, Rabbi Yohanan is not talking about a scenario where she has a little cut and the value didn't change at all, and you're going to get the $5 for a band-aid that you have to pay the girl, you're going to give that to the father? No, 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 that doesn't go to the father. Talking about a way it was decreasing value. Fine. Next. And the Mishnah continued to say that there's no bullshit for an evid. Right? That's what the Mishnah told us. Yeah. Right? When I says, My ta'amad Rabbi opinion was he was the one that the Mishnah told us there's no bullshit for an Evid. Mana wants to know what's his source. Amar Kra Pasuk. What's the Pasuk? We know the Pasuk we talked about it a few times. Two guys are in a fight. Who are they? The Torah refers to them as a man and his brother. Two guys. Now they're not necessarily brothers, obviously, but they're referring to him like your brother, and they're fighting. And what happened? So the Pasuk says that the, one of the wives saw the husband's getting killed, beat up too much. She goes and she grabs the guy, right? In his private parts. And it says over there, we cut off her hand. The man tells us it doesn't mean to cut off her hand. It means it's, she has to make a payment for embarrassment. She embarrassed the guy by grabbing him over there. That's what Pasuk says. Says the Biuda, Pasuk says, Somebody that can be your brother. That excludes a slave. Slave has no bullshit. There's no bullshit payment to a slave. If the, one of the guys fighting was a slave and the grave, the wife grabbed the guy, the slave by the by the privates, there's no payment for that. No embarrassment. Why? It's not a brother. Okay. Virabanan, Kachamim who disagree with the Rebuda, because in the Mishnah they say there is bullshit. Right? They would pay. So what are they going to do with this Pasuk? It says, Achiv hu bemitzvot. He is somewhat his brother in that the slave is obligated in some mitzvot. Look at Rashi, second line. Rashi says, Kol mitzvah isha chayevet ba'evet chayab la la isha. The evid is chayav in all the mitzvot like a woman. So all, any mitzvot, he's patur, but all the other mitzvot, chayav, like, like a woman, exactly. So he is somewhat related to you. He's 
family somehow. He's related to mitzvot. So therefore, the Evan is also going to be chayav uh, boshet. You have to pay the according to Chachamim. Okay. So now the Gemara has now sort of, uh, you know, drew the, the line in the sand where the Biuda is saying that a slave is not your brother. And Chachamim is saying they are your brother. So we're going to go on a little tour through Tanakh, through Torah, and look at Halachot, where the Torah refers to brothers, and see, well, according to you, this doesn't include a slave. According to you, it does include a slave. Back and forth between the Buddha and Chachamim. So the Gemara says, okay, here we go. Based now on what you just told me, says like this, Two witnesses come, said, this Eved, I saw him kill so-and-so. And they defined the Eved guilty. And then two witnesses come and tell you, what do you mean you saw? You didn't see, you were with us. So now, we should not kill those witnesses that were lying. Why? Because it says you have to do to them what they tried to do. Now, according to the Buddha, he's not Achiv. Not their brother, he's a slave. Right? And therefore, according to, the, according to that, uh, you're right, but the Pasuk actually has another part that says, which says, You have to destroy the evil in your midst. And therefore, this Eved, the, these Avadim, these, these uh, witnesses will get killed. Right? The Zomimim will get killed because they did something evil. So if, if not for the rest of the Pasuk, you'd be right. The Biuda would say, We wouldn't kill them, but the Pasuk says they get killed because of Biarta Harami Kirbecha. Fine. Ela me'ata, based on what you're telling me now, le'rabanan, eved yeh kasher le'malchut. Perfect, what I was just talking about a minute ago. Abachash Gerosh was the eved became the king. Right? According to Chachamim, an eved who you're saying is my brother, according to Chachamim, he's a brother, he's achiv b'mitzvot, he could be a king. This eved, how? Because the pasuk says, mikerev achecha tasim alecha melech. Right? That's what the pasuk says. Mikerev achecha. From your brothers. And you tell me now the king is a, the is a brother. And therefore, according to Chachamim, you could pick the king from the, from the Avadim. Eved Ivri. No. Eved Kna'ani. Eved Ivri is always your brother. He was always. Eved Ivri is Chayav in every mitzvah. He's not Patur. Mitzvot like an Ishah. Correct. He goes to Gerut. He has to have a Milah. When you buy him, he becomes partial Jew. And that's why when you free him, he becomes a full Jew. Yeah. Right? So, so, he can become a king. so according to Chachamim, so far, at least what you're telling me now, if you're Chachamim, according to Eved, my brother, because you tell me I have to pay Boshe uh, to him, so he should be able to be king also. What's the difference? Pasuk says, brother for the kings, so he's a brother. Right. He's, he's, not, he's not out yet. Not yet. But he's not, not out yet. Not yet. Right now. Well, the other guy's not out yet. What other guy? The guy that we were talking about before. Yeah. We have a Chachamim. One says, Rebiudah says, the Eved is not your brother. So he would say, okay, the Evid can't be a king. But Chachamim said, no, the Evid is your brother. So he, according to Chachamim, you should be allowed to pick a king from the Evid. But in this example, the, the Evid would have to be free. No, have... not according to this. If you're telling me, about, well, yeah, the, the whole conversation was, there's no bullshit for payment for an Evid. That's what he said. That's what Biudah says. Why? He's not your brother. Chachamim said, no, there is bullshit payment. He is your brother. While he's a slave, he's your brother. So according to that, while he's a slave, I can make him the king. That's what, that's what, that's what we're saying. So we, again, it's hard to understand. The one's going to knock it out in a minute. But right now, the, the Havamina, based on Chachamim's opinion, is yes. Right? Yeah. It's, it's figurative or literal, no? It's, so you want that, 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 okay. The definition of Achiv over here, are we, de- are we te- defining as my literal brother or my, right, my family member type of thing? Well, Chachamim are, not, are definitely not saying literal because they're saying Achiv bin Mitzvot, right? And the Biuda. Uh, figurative. Yeah. Figurative. Yeah, yeah. According to Biuda, it means literally, right? Yeah. Technically, right? Good.
Okay. Ela me ata la banan evi kashel malchut. Says the Gemara Amre le ta'amach tikshilach ger. Time out. According to what you're saying, you should even have a question about ger le divrei akol. A convert according to all opinions, both Rabbi Yehuda and Chachamim. That he should be allowed to be a king based on what you're saying. And we're going to see in a minute that the convert is not allowed to be a king. Okay? King has to be a naturally born citizen. He has to be a naturally born, not like the, like the president. You can't have an immigrant become president. You can't have a ger become king. It doesn't work. He has to be born to a Jewish mother. Okay? And therefore, according to what you're saying, right, that we should, why are we asking about the king? You should ask about the convert and say both according to Rabbi Yehuda and according to Chachamim, the convert should be allowed to become king, even though we know he can't. Why? Look at Ashi. Ashi says, His mother converted before he's born, and he's born Jewish. Even the Behuda would call that guy your brother. That guy is 100% Hayav in every mitzvah in the Torah. And still, he's not allowed to be king. He can't even have any power at all. No position of authority whatsoever, this person. His mother had to be Jewish. Okay, we learned it in Okay, we learned it before. So now, you should say, based on this question, uh, based on this conversation about the king, you really should be talking about the Evid becoming king. What you should ask me is, according to both opinions, the Biuda and Chachamim, the Ger should be allowed to become king. Ela Amar Kra, what are you going to do with the king question? Mikerev Achecha. Pasuk says like this, right? Pasuk says, Som Tasim Alecha Melech. Choose for you a king, place him upon you. Asherichan Adonai Lecha Bo. That God chose for you. Mikerev Achecha Tasim Alecha Melech. From among your brothers. You can't place upon yourself a foreigner that's not your brother. Now, what's mikerev achecha from among your brothers? What does that mean? So, when I says, The choicest, the best. You can't pick a convert. Everyone agrees. Okay? And therefore, the convert's out, and the Evid's out, everybody's out. Why? Because the pasuk about kings is irrelevant to our conversation. There's a specific pasuk about the king that says, Right? Which we define as from the best. And therefore, full fledged Jew. Good. Continue our conversation. According to Chachamim, who say now that the Evid is going to have a Boshet, you pay Boshet to an Evid because he's your brother, then the Evid should also be kosher witness. Here. Okay, he testified falsely, Pasuk about testifying falsely, but it says he testified to his brother. And therefore, since you told me the Evid is considered Achiv, so he should be allowed to testify. No, 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 no. You cannot say that the Evid is going to be Kasher Edut. Why? We knock out the slave from a Kava Homer from an Isha's testimony. We know an Isha is not allowed to testify. We'll see in a minute why, but she's not. And call the homie from the Isha that the Evid cannot. Why? He says, Uma Isha bakahal. Can she marry any Jew? Absolutely yes. can. Right? But nevertheless, she's Sulala Edut. She still can't testify. Can the Evid marry everyone once? No. You know who can marry? Nobody. You could give him a, a, a Shifcha, but that's not a marriage. He can't marry anybody. 
and therefore he's out. If the one who can marry anybody in Amisrael can't testify, this guy can testify, Kish. Okay. He says, no, no, that's not a good Kalva Homer. Why? Maybe the reason why that the Isha can't testify is because she can't have a Milah. Maybe Milah is somehow connected to testimony. And since she can't have Milah, she can't testify. But as opposed to Ever, who could have a Milah? Tomar be Ever, who Milah? Says, no. Katan yochiach. The Katan will prove that Milah is irrelevant for Edut. Because he has a Milah and he still can't testify. Right? And therefore, Milah is an irrelevant factor. So the Isha is the proof. Right? Go back to my Kalva Homer. I, I rebuild the Kalva Homer by saying Isha can marry anybody. And the Eved can't marry. So they, they, therefore, the Eved can't testify. Oh, you're going to tell me Milah? Milah is irrelevant. The Katan has a Milah. I still can't testify. Okay. Milah says, no, no. You know why the Katan can't testify? It's not because of the Milah aspect. Of course, it's Malim Katan She'eno Be'mitzvot. Tomar Be'evet Shu Be'mitzvot. The katan, you can't, yeah, you can't compare the katan, the katan to the to the ish, to the eved. The katan is obligated to mitzvot eventually, right? And, and and sorry, he's patur altogether for mitzvot, and the eved is obligated right now in mitzvot. You can't compare the eved to the katan. Yeah, that's because katan has no dot. He can't. That's why he's not obligated. He can't. He's not obligated to any mitzvot, right? Tomar be eved shubim mitzvot says mana isha tochiach. Bring the isha back into the mix. Sheyeshna be mitzvot upsulal edut. Okay, so the, the, the fact that you hayav in mitzvot is irrelevant for Edut, again, because, right, the Isha is hayav in mitzvot, and she still can't testify. So the Katan, who's not hayav in mitzvot, is not the reason why he can't testify. Okay? The Chazar Now I have th- three things on the table. I have the Ebed, the Isha, and the Katan. Right? And so I want to say now that together the Isha and the Katan can tell me that the Eved can't be Chayav to testify. Because when you tell me, oh, how do you say the, first you learn from the Isha, they tell me, no, no, the Isha doesn't have Milah. So I tell you the Katan. The Katan, he's not Chayav Mitzvot. But the Isha is Chayav Mitzvot. So back and forth. Oh, right? so you go back. But the Katan, not, uh, and therefore we're stuck in circular logic. Circular logic. Says, I'm in circular logic now. Lord Each one, the Katan and the Isha, each have some kind of determining factor that's separate from each other, and they stick me right. What's the common characteristic? They're not obligated in all mitzvot, and they're pasul to testify. The Isha is not obligated in all mitzvot. Katan is not obligated in any mitzvot. And both of them are pasul to testify. So anyone who's not obligated in all mitzvot can't testify. Ah, oh, Eved also is not obligated in all mitzvot. Right? And therefore, Afani, Avieta Eved, She'enu Chayav, Be'enu Bechol HaMitzvot, Upasul La'id, period. That's the testimony, that's the proof that the Eved is out. Why? Because I see that anybody that's not Chayav in all mitzvot is going, to be patu, is going to be pasul to testify. How do I know? Because the Katan is not Chayav in any, the Isha is not Chayav in all, both of them are pasul, the Eved is like the Isha, he's also not Chayav in all, only some, and therefore, pasul. Therefore, he does not get... He he's not allowed to testify. And therefore, he's not allowed to testify. And how does that correlate to bullshit? So, again, all we did so far over here, we started this conversation from the... Um, where do we start from? The Chachamim's opinion, right? Right, that right. Because according to Chachamim, you said Achiv, and therefore the Evid should be allowed to testify. And now we're saying no. No way to say the Evid can testify. I learned it from Ishav and Katan together. That the Evid cannot testify. Okay, so even Chachamim would say that you can't t- have the Eved testify. Good. Even though he's your brother, can't testify. Says, well, not so fast. Ma'ala eno ish. Tomar be'eved shu ish. The common characteristic, you know why they can't testify? A woman is not a man and a katan is not a man. When you're not a man, you can't testify. Is the Eved a man? Yeah, he's a man. 
So, so you can't learn from Isha and Katan. So maybe Evid could testify. Ela, you're right. Man says, you're right. We can't use those two to learn Evid can't testify. Teiti migazlan. We'll learn it from a thief. The thief can't testify. Okay? Man says, no, no. Malagazlan, and he's a gadol, right? And he's a Jew. So he's Malagazlan, sheken ma'asav garmulo. Tomar be'evid sheken ma'asav garmulo. You know why the gazlan can't testify? He did it to himself. He stole. People saw. He became Pazul. He's, he's not trustworthy. Showed me he's not trustworthy. So he's not trustworthy, and therefore he can't testify. But you can't say that about Evid. What did Evid do? Hazit, the guy's born Evid. What do you want from him? He didn't do anything. It's not him. It's not him. So you can't learn from the gazlan. Uriah says, you're right. You can learn that the Evid is Pasul Eidut if you use gazlan plus. What's the plus? You could pick either the Isha or the Katan. Either one with the Gazlan together will bring you the fact that the Evid cannot testify. Says Rashi, it does it for you. Rashi does it for you. Rashi says, Gazlan, mi Gazlan v'had mehanach. Middle of the line. Middle, dead center. Middle page. Rashi. Hatzad ha-shavay shebahen she'enan zehirim b'chol mitzvot What's the common characteristic between Gazlan and Isha or Gazlan and Katan? They're not careful with all mitzvot. Zeh mipnei nisho'o. The Gazlan, because he's a Rasha, he clearly transgressed the Torah. That's what a Gazlan did. The Katan or the Isha were not commanded. So they're not keeping all the mitzvot. That's what it comes down to. One, because he chose not to. The other one, because he's not obligated to. But either way, they're not keeping all the mitzvot. And therefore, they can't testify. And since they can't testify, you can say anyone who's not keeping all the mitzvot is not obligated to testify. Is not allowed to testify. Who's that? Evid. Finish. No knockout. You're right. Evid can't testify. So Chachamim, even though they say, brother, right? Now, they agree because of this limud between Gazlan and Katan or Gazlan and Isha that the Evid can't testify. Good. We had a pasuk that says, Ed, check it out, Ed, check it out, Ana be'achiv. So maybe the Evid could be testifying. No, no. We we know that Evid's out. Why? Gazlan plus. Good. Okay, fine. uh, What's the matter? Okay. You good? Gazlan is the only thing? I, mean, we, we I use Gazlan plus. Now, Gazlan is a regular Jew now. He's full-fledged Jew. Yeah. And he just don't let him testify because of what he did. Right. right? And Garmulo. That's how we knocked that first. Okay, so I'll bring you someone who's done Ma'asav Garmulo. So now... Tomar be Isha, she in Ma'asav Garmulo. Is Gazlan the only thing that would... would I need Gazlan plus. Yeah, that's what... Saying, is Gazlan the only thing that would, would uh, obviate me from being able to be a, an Ed? Oh, uh, oh, other Psula Edut. Other Psula Edut. Mina Torah. You know, even have a rotzeach or. So okay, it's a good question. I, I, if I remember correctly, any time the guy was found guilty as a rasha for whatever he did, he's not allowed to testify anymore. So Gazlan is just a. It's just a, it's just a category of people who sinned. Okay? Maybe they don't want to just bring a bigger sin, but in Hakanami, bigger sins, a guy who killed without letting him testify, guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? So, so they, maybe they're just picking the you know the maybe. least uh, least common uh, you know case whatever. Well, maybe the one that's not chayamita. Right, so. something that uh, right, right, right. Okay, but yes, in Achanami, you're right. It's a sinner, basically. And we're using the word gazlan to, to mean sinner, basically. Right. right? Okay, fine. Oh, no, not necessarily gazlan because because the common characteristic is he's not keeping the Torah. Know, okay, so it could be. Slow. Now, if a guy's not shomer shabbat. So the shomer shabbat is definitely not is definitely not a way to testify because he's not even a Jew. He's he's not he's not he's not a chicha anymore. So Meir Shabbat is pasul pasul for everything. Yeah. So okay. So Gazlan is mezid. That's what Gazlan is, right? Okay. 
of course, the guy who does of course, can testify. Okay. Another source that the Eved is not valid to testify. Amar Kra. He brings a Pasuk. Lo yumitu avot albanim. Okay, right? The sons shall not, uh, sorry, the father shall not die for, for the sons, basically what it says. And he wants to interpret the Pasuk to mean, Lo yumitu alpi avot she'en lahem hayis banim. Okay, he says, you know what this pasuk means? It doesn't mean what you think it means, right? It's not literal, he says. It means you cannot have a person who does not have his children named after him be an ed to kill someone. Lo yumetu, we cannot kill somebody, alpi, by the mouth of avot, fathers, she'enlam hayis banim, whose children are not called after them. Now, who is it that their father is, his child not called after him? An evid, a slave. His children are not his. And therefore, he oh, says, God. this pasuk in the Torah excludes avadim. And he's going to prove to you why you can't understand it literally. He says, why? Because if you think it's literal, that what it says, meaning what? That the child can't testify against his father to kill him, because that's what the pasuk says. He says, it can't mean that. Why? He says, because, the father cannot be killed by his son. What do you mean banim by children? Children, his children it should be, right? It can't be that it can't be any children. My banim, why does the Torah use the word children as opposed to benahim, their own children? If you're trying to tell me that his child is not allowed to testify against his father, what you should have wrote is Lo Yumitu but he did it already. He's going Avot al Benahim. Not all Banim. They had a, they had a five to six here before. My Banim. Why does it say banim in the Torah? Shema mina de lo yumetu alpi avot she'en lam ha'is banim. Okay? Which means he wants to reinterpret the pasuk because the other way it doesn't make sense. The words are wrong. Right. Therefore the Torah wrote it in this manner lo yumetu avot al banim as opposed to lo yumetu avot al benehim to tell you it's lo yumetu avot alpi. What kind of avot are we talking about? Mi she'en lo banim miyuchas aharav. Someone who doesn't have his children called after him. Who is that? Slave. The slave doesn't have his children called after him. Torah is explicitly, according to the Mor Barat Bnei Dravina, excluding slaves with this pasuk. Says, okay, time out. That also, sounds okay so far. Also with that, right? mm, good. We're getting yeah, there in a second. Hold on, slow, because yeah. wait, wait. I was going right there into the get it right now. Because if you look at that continue the pasuk. Because that pasuk has two parts to it. Lo yimetu bani avot abanim ubanim lo yimetu alavot. Right, it's a back and forth. Right. So let's continue. You're telling right. me this pasuk. What do you, pasuk, that, right? what you do with the second half now? Let's right. talk about the second half. So if you want to explain the first half the way you said that it's talking about a person whose children are not called after him, and you want to say that excludes a slave, so then when it says ubanim lo yimetu al avot, you need to interpret that the same way. Right. Now, how would you interpret that? Ubanim lo yimetu avot hachanami lo yimetu al pi banim she'en lam ha'is avot. They cannot be killed by children who are not related to their fathers. Now, who is the child that's not related to his father? Again, you just said any minute ago, a convert. He's not related to his father. Right. So someone who's not related to his father can't be a witness. Oh, a ger can't be a witness. That's what you have to interpret the pasuk. If you want to say the first part after the pasuk is saying, the evid can't be a, a witness because he has to be children called after him. Well, the second pasuk is saying, if you're not called after your father, you can't be a witness. So who's not called after his father? The ger. So the ger is not allowed to testify. According to you, that's how you have to interpret the pasuk. And that's not true because we do know that a ger is allowed to testify. 
Okay? Which we'll take for granted right now. That she brings the pasuk, I think, if I remember. But the Gemara was going to discuss it in a minute. So the ger is valid. So therefore, if we follow your logic of reinterpreting the beginning of the pasuk, and you continue that to the same as the second pasuk, you have to say ger is, is not allowed to testify. Absolutely. And that's not true. He says, no, 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 time out. You want me to, to interpret the second half of the Pasuk the way I did the first half? No, 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 we're not going to do that. Hachi hashta, you want to compare? Ger, nehi de'en lo hayis lemala, lemata yesh lo hayis. Le'apuke evet de'en lo hayis lo lemala, velo lemata. He says, no, no, you can't compare the ger and evet. The ger, you're right, he's not connected to his father, but he is connected to his children. He right. can have offspring called after him. After he converts, he's a Jew. His children are called after him. Right. But the Eved is not connected neither to his father nor to his son. And therefore, the beginning of the Pasuk is talking about the Eved, and the second of the Pasuk is talking about regular. He's going to tell you how. He says, why? He says, Because if the Torah really wanted the Ger to be Pasul, I would not have written the second of the Pasuk, Right? I would have written it. Right? That we should not have a father be killed by his child. Right? Sure. And the second half should have been written after you change the first half to right. That's what I already told you. Like, you, would need, fact, you would have needed. You would have had to write that and then right. leave the second half this way. That the children, right, should uh, should not be killed by the father. You'll be able to learn two things out of the Pasuk now. Number one, you can't have the child killed by the father's testimony. Okay? Okay, and then the second one would be that you can't be killed by someone who's not connected to their father. Who is that? The slave. The Eved, Nafkale, Homer. So again, one more time, let's get back there. I want to go back up two lines yeah. for a minute. And the like this. Yeah, the Isal because if you want to say, go back to the first wide line. The Isal Ger Pasul Edut, if you want to tell me that the Ger would be really Pasul. Because that's how you're trying to force me into interpret the second half of the pasuk. Tell me that's all about the ger. I would have said no, no. The Torah should have written it this way. Right? The children, the fathers should not die. Right? By their children. Their children can't testify against the father. Like I explained earlier. And then you continue that. What does it mean? It means right? They can't be killed by their son's testimony. And then the second half of the pasuk should have said, banim lo yumetu al avot," which is what it does say, right? But we, when I change the first half, this second half would mean something else. What would I learn in the second half? Deshamat minatre. I can now learn two things. Number one, hada lo yumetu banim beedut avot, that the father can't testify to kill his son. And number two, lo yimetu al pibanim she'en lahem ha'is avot. And then the ger, who doesn't have a relationship to his father, cannot be a, test, cannot be a, a witness. And now, what about Eved? Which is what we've tried to begin with. He says, Eved, I would be able to learn Kalbahomet from. I would now, based on this pasuk, tell me the ger is out. Based on the way the second pasuk, second pasuk is telling me, so I have the children can't testify against their fathers, and the convert can't testify at all, and then I would say Eved Nafka Lemikal Bahomer. 
Miger. I can learn a Kalva Homer from the convert to tell me that the slave is out. How? The convert, who is not related anymore to his father, but he is related to his children, and nevertheless, the Torah is saying he can't testify. So, the slave who's not connected above or below right. is for is sure. Yes, yeah, it's all happening. This is what it would yes, been. Yes, correct. Right. Since the Pasuk wrote, right, that the children cannot testify against their fathers, can't testify, they can't be killed based on what their father said. Meaning what? Api avot she'en lo ha'is banim. It cannot be a person who has not doesn't have his children called after him, and therefore is shmami na eved. It has to mean the slave she'en lo ha'is lo lemalav lo lemata who the pasul edut. Aval ger kevan de'esh lo ha'is lemata kasher leedut. Period. Okay. So the convert is out. The convert is is uh, is is kosher, and the eved is out. Now the chitema. If you ask me one more question, the ktov rachmana banim lo yimetu al avotehem. In the second half of the Pasuk, be more, be, be more specific. Right. Tell me the children cannot be killed by their fathers. What do you mean by father? Avot. Father. Their fathers, you should say. Yeah, correct. Because that's what it means. Children that don't have a relation to their father. You should have wrote Avot to him. I'll tell you now. Nah. I did the Khatav Loyimitu Avot Al Banim, Khatav Nami Banim Loyimitu Al Avot. The idea of the Resha. I wanted to keep the, 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 the same. I don't want to say Avot Ahim in the beginning as opposed to Avot in the, in the, in the beginning and Avot Ahim at the end. I make them both Avot Avot and I keep it the same. Okay, fine. Done. At the end of the day, what do we get? The Evet's out and it's not a challenge to Chachamim. We have two ways to knock out the Evet. Right? Either through Gazlan Plus or through this Pasuk of Avot Avot Banim, Lamala Lamata. Okay? The Evet's out and therefore everybody's good. Next. We said in the Mishnah that the Hare Shotev Katan, right, when they damage somebody, they patur, and when you damage them, you hayav. That's what the Mishnah told us. So apparently, the, this is the second marriage. She had a child already. She is the mother of Rav Shmuel Bar Abba Mihagrunya, and she married Rabbi Abba. Good. She wrote her assets to our son. That she's gonna get. He's gonna inherit. He's gonna get this. He's gonna get her assets. Apparently, right? She says, "What happened?" So now she's married. Okay, remember she's married to somebody else. She gifted her assets to her son. Good. To her original son. Her first. Her her, her, her right. biological son. Biological son. She's married to a second marriage. Biological son gifted the marriage. Yes. Batar de Shikiva, after the mother passed away, Azal Rav Shemuel Bar Abba, this son, went Kamed Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Abba, he went to Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Abba, and Ukma Benichse, Rabbi Yirmiya gifted it, told him, yes, the assets are yours, you got the gift from your mother, you have the shtar, it's yours. The husband doesn't get it. Now normally, the husband inherits the wife. Right, that's the whole, that's the whole issue over here, she has a husband. And normally the, the Torah tells you the husband is supposed, supposed to inherit the wife. The husband is the second husband. But she gifted them while she was alive to the brother, to the son. And the question now is, who gets it? The son gets it when she gifted it. She was already married. Is she allowed to gift it or not allowed to gift it? She went and he went to Rabbi Yirmiya Barabba and he says, yes, you're yours. You keep them, the son keeps them. Azal Rabbi Abba, the husband now. He goes to complain to Rabbi Oshaya. Azal Rabbi Oshaya, Amara Kamed Rav Yehuda. 
So Rabbi Yosharah went now to Rabbi Yudah and he tells him the story. Rabbi Yudah says, Shemuel says as follows. Okay, Shemuel says, a woman who sold off proper that she brought into the marriage, she sold it while her husband's alive, and then she dies. Right? Now, how does it work? Milog, at the end of the day, the goof of the karka belongs to her. The perot belong to the husband. Right. Now, what happens if the if the husband dies, they go back to her, they're hers. <clears throat> Okay, she gets them back. The kids don't inherit; they belong to her. The next semilog, she gets them back. But if she dies first, the husband's supposed to inherit. So now she went and she sold it off while she was alive, which means the goof belongs to somebody else. The husband's still eating still the perot. perot. Still eating perot. Okay, and then the wife died. So do we say, oh, it goes to the guy who bought it, or does it go back to the husband? Shmuel says, motzi miyada lekuchot. The baal gets it. You take it away from the purchaser. Okay, so now in this case, it was a case of gifting it to the son. It's like she sold it, and he's saying, "Sorry, son, you got to give it to the father, the stepfather." Okay. Okay, so now what happens? They went back to the Bibi who said that the son gets it. Now we have a contradiction. Matana would even be more that you would take it back. Sure, sure, right. So, so now the Bibi Baba needs to defend himself because he said the son gets it, and Shmuel saying it says the step the stepfather gets it, right? So Amar Lehu, Rabbi Baba answers back, Ana Matnita Yadana. says, listen, I have a Mishnah. I didn't, I didn't pick it out of, my head, out of my head. I didn't make up a story. I have a Mishnah. What's the Mishnah? Matnita Ditnan. Hakotev nechasav levno le'achar moto. Haben en yachol limkor. Mepene she'en bereshut ha'av. Ve'av eno yachol limkor. Mepene she'en kituvin la'ben. Okay, so what does he write? He writes, he gives his assets to his son. Le'achar moto. Now, obviously, that can't be la harmoto It has to be meaning that no, he's going no, to take no. possession. Writes, that he's going to give it to him after he, after I die. It's in trust. So in trust for the kid. Right. So so you're going to take possession after it's yours right. today, but you're taking right. possession later because like, he has to be gifted today. So now the son can't sell it because it's not in his possession, and, I can't and his father can't sell because it's not really his. He already gifted right. it to the son. Right. right. Good. What happens if father sells it? Says the Mishnah, mechurim achiyamut. Because at this, at this time, now, who's getting the perot? The father has the father. The father has the perot, because he has the So it belongs to the son, because he gifted it, but the father's enjoying the benefits. So if the father sells it while, the son is, well, while he's still alive, so that person now gets the perot, until right. not, he not, dies. When not, he dies, it goes, it goes to the son. But not the goof. The goof will go to the son. He, only, he never got the goof, because the father, so the father doesn't own the goof. The goof, right. the, the so goof belongs to the child. Correct. Good. So now, machara av mechurim achiamut. Until the father dies, they sold. To, the, to this guy, he gets the perot. Machara okay. ben, if the son sold now, the father has the perot, son sells the goof. En lo la lokeach ad av. He gets nothing until the father dies. Right, because not now, kids yet. Good. So, period. That's the end of the Mishnah. Okay. Why are we assuming any of this is goof? What do you mean? I'm saying, so far, the, the av had rights to the perot. He owned the, the father owned the whole thing. And then he was kotev nechasav livno. Oh, did he own the whole thing? So, what, what did he do? What, what did he get before? I don't know. No, no. no. There's a case the father. Owns, no, no, yeah, the father owns the field. The father owns the field right now, and he's, he writes the goof of the karka to his son after I die. Right now, I'm keeping the perot. Then machara of the perot. So we say the person who bought the perot gets the perot till he dies. Once, once he dies, he goes to the son. What about Machara's son? The son sold it. If the son sold it, he didn't sell anything because right now the son has no rights. He has the goof. He owns it, but the perot are going to the father. Right. So over here too, the person who purchased it. 
doesn't get anything until the father dies. When the father dies now, the man's going to make an inference. Ah, when the father dies, the purchaser does get it. Right? right. That's the inference. Which when I says, right now, should prove Rabbi Yirmiya's proof of why he said that the son gets the money. Because this is the, the, the person selling the goof, which is the wife who sold the goof by gifting it to her son, and then died, so the son gets it. Just like over here, we're saying over here, Ah, v'chimai ta'av, mi'a ita lokech. Who says you can make the same... Now, v'af al gav... From men to women. A woman, her nechassim are to her husband. No, but it's equal. It's equal. She owns the goof, he has the pirot over here too. The father had both at one time, he gave away one of them. Right, but and now it's, it's a comparable case. One person has the goof, one person has the pirot. No, but why are we assuming that that kicks in? He said a had moto. Why are we assuming that, that, that the Ben has any rights to the field till after the father dies? Why? How does the son. No, he doesn't. He's saying no. it's, okay. not not it's not lakuach until the father dies. That's, that's, when, the, it, that's the when the father sells it. No, oh, 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 here we go. I'm the son. I sell it to you Correct. today. How, uh, today, he's stop, the father. Stop right there. He, I'm the son. He's How the father. How do I have that right? Because I'm, I own it. Because you I don't own it. I do. I do. So I do. Said, I, after. No, uh, 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 I own the goof and my father owns the perot. How? I didn't, I didn't give it to you. My father. No, no. May I look, look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Rashi, second line. Look at Rashi. You, first of all, you know you can't gift the lachar mitah because it doesn't pay, it doesn't work. That's that's nice. So that she says, look at it, lachar moto, second line top. Mehayom u lachar moto. Shaguf kanui laben mehayom ela shaav ochel perot ad yom moto. That's the case. Second line, second line, second line, top of the page. Like everybody does today. Lachar moto. Mehayom u lachar moto. Father gives it today. It takes effect after. Now what's taking effect after? The perot after. Today you own the goof. Perot, mine. I'm taking the interest on the bank account, and then you're going to get the cash at the end. All the interest was mine. That's what's going on over here. You can't take the money out because I'm entitled to the interest. So the bank can't sell the. And I so so now the bank, the bank doesn't own the payroll to sell. Today, real he, he doesn't own the payroll. The is yeah, correct. And that's the same it. Way the same thing. Owns, exactly the case. Technically, the same way he owns the payroll. He so owns the, the case where the mother gives the uh, the assets uh, assets to the son. Yeah. So that's it's going to be a huge back look here. Even if it was the rabbis, it looks like they were fighting. So right now they're fighting over here. They are, they're, we'll, see, we'll see how it comes out. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. There's a machloka going on over here. Right. Okay? And the question now becomes like this. Can the wife, because again, you, you, you said who's the same as the wife and the husband, which is where the going to go. Yeah. This is a regular guy who owned both parts of the land. Right. I owned the goof and the perot. Right. He gifted one away, the goof. He kept the perot for himself. Right. Okay. And the then the man tells you. She never owned the perot. She, did own, she never owned the perot. Correct. We'll see. We'll see. Well, technically, she, she did, did before she, she, got married, she got married. Before right. she got married. Right. But, but she, she subjugated she, them yeah. to, to her husband. She so we'll have to see. So let's see how it plays out. But that's. Right now, on paper, it looks the same. It looks the same. Almost. No, but the parallel. You could see the parallel again. You know, probably know where the Gemara is going, but you could see the parallel because here the father did the same exact thing. The father said, I'm, I'm, but it's the reverse. He said, I'm keeping the perot, you could have the land. In the case of the wife, she kept the land, he had the perot. The, the husband had the perot. Yeah. Correct. Correct. It's, it's, it's reverse. That's, the, the, that's what he's saying is the difference over here. The Gemara is yeah, going to point reverse. it out in a minute. He didn't have but, the, the father had right. both. No, the but, father had both. No, we didn't. When he gave it when, away, before he, he gave both. one, he had both. So did she before she got married. Okay. Yeah, you could say that also. Right. But the point is, he let go of that land. You can see that there is some comparable yeah. case, and obviously there's a way to knock it down. We'll see it in a minute. But right now, Habibi Yimya is defending himself. Hello, Habibi, look here. It says over here yeah. that the guy and the father get the and when it, when it gets sold, it says what happened. The father, the son sold the goof. Mm-hmm. He gets it after Hamita. So over here too, she sold the goof. She gifted it to her son. She died. He gets it. Right. That's his case. Good. Read it inside. 
מחר הבן, אין לה ללוקח עד שימות האב, period. says, okay, that means כימאי את האב, מי האית לה ללוקח? Right? And that means that the son, the, the boy will get it. ואף על גב דמית הבן בחיי האב דלואתי לידי הבן. Even if it never got to the son. Even if it never got to the son. makes no difference if the son ever actually got the goof, the, the perot or not. It makes no difference. Because when the son sells it now, and we say sold, it means the buyer gets everything, the, the perot and the goof. That's what he's got now. Okay, because the son sold, and it makes no difference if the son ever had the perot or he didn't have the perot. It makes no difference. It's his. And therefore, he wants to say, that's my proof that the son of the wife gets the property. The itmar. He's going to prove that, that it makes no difference. The itmar. Machara ben av. Right? Umeta ben av. This is machlok, Because we just said, it makes no difference if you ever had it or not. So we're quoting that baraita right now. It says, so the son sold while the father was alive and then the son died. And before the father died, the biyohanan says, the, the, the buyer doesn't get it because the son never had it. Which is the halacha. The Mishnah that says that the Lokech gets it is because the son's still alive. It didn't say the son's dead over there. It says the son was alive. The father died first. Now the son, the son got it, so Lokech gets it because the son is still alive. Why? The son never had it to give. And therefore, Rabbi Yohanan says, there's no way, don't get it. Makes sense also. Must be that Rabbi Yohanan is holding the Kinyan Perot that the father has is Kinyan Haguf. Even though we say the son got the goof, he doesn't really own it. Because Kinyan Haguf is tied to the Perot. You can't distinguish goof from Perot. Goof, perot is goof. So if you have the perot, both, you can't, you can't if, get you don't, if you have the perot, you, you have the goof. If you don't have the perot, you don't have the goof. That's how Adam looks at You can't split goof and perot. There's no such thing. The perot is the goof. And, and the therefore, the son had nothing. He can't transfer nothing. So he didn't we'll get there in a second. Okay. Now, you sold the goof. It wasn't yours. The goof is tied to the perot and your father had the perot. It's not yours to sell. Because the perot is the goof, and you sold the goof, the goof's not yours because you don't have the perot. That's the Yohanan. Rabbi Shomer Lakish Amar, no. Kana lokeach. Kik tani matnitin machara ben en lokeach at shemuta av. En ki mait av miat it le lokeach. Loshna lo meta ben behaya av de atulia de de ben. Ve loshna meta ben behaya av de lo atulia de ben. Kana lokeach. Alma kasavar kinyan perot. Love ki kinyan a goof dami. He makes the, the, Mish, the, the, the Mishnah didn't make a distinction. Oh, the Lokech gets it. Uh, asterisk, only if the husband, the son got it for it. didn't say that. It made no difference. And therefore, it's an irrelevant fact. Why? Because there is a distinction between Perot and Guf. You can own one and someone can own the other one. And therefore, the son sold the Guf, which was his. And therefore, when the father died, he now got the Perot too, which he sold already from before because he sold the Guf, and it goes to the buyer. Now, 
All that to get to the proof now. They're holding like an H Lakish, that Kinyan Perot and Kinyan Aguf are distinct from each other. The Ka'ama Ribiemir Ba'aba, Isaka Da'atach, Kinyan Perot, Kinyan Aguf Dami, Kimait Av, Umaita Ben Behaya Av, Amaita Lokeach, Kikazavin Lavdi De Kazavin. Okay? And therefore he says, why would the son get, the, why would the, why would the purchaser get it? According to the Bible, the, the purchaser gets it because we hold like Kinesh Lakish, and therefore you have to hold the Perot, Pinyan Kerut, is not Kinyan Aguf, they're two different things, and therefore he could sell the goof, and therefore it goes to the, to, the, to the purchaser, even if the son never had it, he gets everything. And so too over here, this son gets what the mother had. The mother had, she, it was a distinction between the goof and the perot. Her stepfather had the perot. The son owned the goof because the mother gifted it to him while she was alive still, which she's allowed to do because it was hers. Because Kenyan perot, perot are not Kenyan goof. Right, right. And therefore the husband didn't own it. He only owned the perot. She owned the goof. She gifted it to him. And then she died. He gets it. It doesn't go to the husband. He went back to the biyoda with this proof. Why is it not comparable? Because if it was written in the reverse, where it said, You know why it works over there? Because the son was going to inherit regardless. Those were coming to him anyway. If you had written it the other way where someone was not supposed to inherit, and then you tell me that it would work, I can tell you Kenyan Perot, Kenyan Gagufa, two different things. But over here, we wrote this to a person who was getting it anyway. That's why it works. What do you mean? Right. The inheritance only goes one way, son. If the son dies first, the father would inherit it too. Why would you do that? To, 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 why would you write it to one son? To take it away from the other sons. So over here too, you write it, right? To take it to your son, to take it away from your brothers. You want to make sure your son gets it. What did Rabbi Yohanan say? What did sorry, uh, was it Rabbi Shmuel say? That it's not Domele Mishnatenu. He says, Mishum Takanat Usha. Period. Which means, you're right, you have a proof in the Mishnah, and it was true that Kinyan Kenuf and not Kinyan Kenuf, and the son should get it. One problem. Takanat Usha. Chachami made a takana that if the, son, if the wife sells the assets and then dies, the husband gets it. And therefore, it's a takana, you're right. From the Mishnah, your proof is correct. Throw it out the window. They made a takana in Usha that the husband gets it. Okay? And, and therefore, it applies to everything. And therefore, you have to give the property back to the, from, the, from the son to the husband, the, the stepfather. Eva. Yeah. yeah, Mishum Eva. Exactly, that's why. Yeah. The wife's going to have all this money. My, I don't get anything. Ba ba ba. Fights husbands and wives. No. Takanat Usha is the husband gets the property back. Not kind for today. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen. Have a great day, brother. Is this the time every day? Yeah, for now. We'll see if I can swing it for the next couple of days until we figure it out. Okay? Bye.